As the 70s roll in, stability around the world has never been as shaky. Interplanetary alliances join together to seek ideological supremacy across both planets. Cultural shifts are uprooting norms that have been in place for centuries. Technological shifts have been changing how the world itself functions. As these shifts occur, life continues in the seed bearer region, where a seemingly random group of people have come together to try and make sense of the nonsensical. This is Hazeltown Story. I guess welcome to a special edition of Hazeltown Story. Um, we don't have a tabletop for you this episode. In fact, uh, this one is basically going to be an entirely a lore episode. Um, this is uh, throughout the playing uh, and just kind of elaborating on some things about the background of the story of like, you know, the background of Hazeltown Story and just kind of the background lore. Um, certain questions have come up that uh, are talking about because the world of Hazeltown story is semi mirrored to our own. But, you know, big changes like there's two planets. Also, the history of what's happened in those worlds compared to ours is slightly altered by slightly. I mean, pretty significantly. Yeah. So I thought it would be a fun idea to basically just have a thing that was, in fact, this was a pretty early uh, milestone in the Retro Rank Relief Drive uh, to just kind of poke at some of those things of the background of Hazeltown story and why, like, what stuff happened that is different from ours. Uh, and just to, just to kind of start out with, because this is one of the bigger questions, or stuff, kind of the bigger things to look at, um, especially it is where a lot of stuff changed. Um, we're going to be focusing a little bit on some of the issues of colonialism today. Uh, in particular, what happened or basically the countries that, uh, you know, your British Empire, Russian Empire, German Empire, uh, maybe throw in a little bit of Japanese if we have a time, uh, you know, kind of. <laughs> Kind of, you know, just poke at some of those and figure out what happened and what kind of stuff was different. Uh, also, this is probably going to be very loosey-goosey as uh, we've not done this before, so don't know what the best format is. Um, so um, I think the first thing to kind of... I Also, I should say I have two guests with me. Hello, it's me, Carnival. Me, torpid typist for some reason. Yep. Uh, I figured that both of you are uh, some of the ones that have poked mostly at this. Uh, <laughs> so I figured I'd drag you in to kind of also further poke on some of this other things and maybe just ask some of the questions that could, you know, figure out where some things happened. Um, so, yeah, um, I know... <laughs> trying to think about where to start and i think uh one of the things that we probably should start with is it's is kind of some something that happened in the background is the reason why uh the epoch's different um from this world too or from in hazeltown story compared to ours um because there is there was a second epoch after ad uh that being ar which is after reconciliation um, which corresponds, I believe, roughly to 
if I got my math correctly, is around, uh, I think it was around 16, 7. It's, I think it was like 16, because I'm looking at my notes here. Um, about 1700 is where AR uh, starts, which is after reconciliation, uh, which at that point, the thing that happened that caused the epoch is basically um, the first case of uh, transportation between the two planets that was not uh, done by the Lucutian Empire. Um, because in the background of the Hazeltown story, uh, there is a group of people that we haven't really touched on. Uh, a few characters uh, have been members of this empire. Um, they're less a uh, trying to think of how to describe them. They're basically forebears or precursors, kind of, that had a lot of access to technology that a lot of other groups didn't have. Um, and in 1700, Ancient aliens, pretty much. Look, to be fair, you—they're not pretending to be gods. It's fine. No, they—they're kind of been. They've kind of seen their, themselves as stewards of the planet and basically trying to make sure that uh, if they could help, you know, the people kind of pro like. Basically, they're trying to look out for making sure that people like have or like. They're trying to help rather than kind of they're not trying looking for uh, like they're not trying to take over everything. They just want to make sure that, hey, things are going as like. Uh, yes, the benevolent shepherds. So they're nature preservationists is what you're telling us. Pretty much. It's a little weird. It Yes, it's part of the thing that I have. I probably need to work a little bit more on. But hey, I got a lot. It's it's the thing of like. I am just the one person writing this, so a lot of my tension, it's like, ooh, I feel like we're thinking about this thing today, so that's probably some of the things I should focus a little bit more on. No, this is uh, fine. Once this comes up in character, uh, trust me, a lot of people, a lot of our characters are going to be like, wait, hold up a second. <laughs> you, you've been doing what to the planet for centuries? Yeah. Um, but uh, to get to the point... Um, they had access to go between the planets um, and in 1700, I'm not actually certain who, because I'm thinking that one of the first, I'm trying to think about who would be the, a good, like, what empire would be the one to, or because I would imagine this would be probably an empire that did this because, you know, probably had more like people looking into it. Um I don't know which direction it would go, whether or not it would be a um, Romulus, which is basically our Earth going to the other planet, to Remus or the other way around. I'm kind of thinking that maybe Japan might be one or the Japanese Empire would be one. Maybe thinking because of what I think around 1700, what British Empire is probably pretty big. Um, I should also preface, I'm not a history, but like, I have some interest in history. I'm not like, history was not my main subject, like in school. So there's probably a lot of things I'm missing. And that era of Europe is also is kind of a not, I don't, it's not wasn't one of my focuses. Um, so there might be some things that I am missing about this. Um, but essentially, around 1700, uh, you had cases of um, 
Also, the British Empire dates back to the very late 1500s. Oh, yeah, I, I knew that it existed. I'm just trying to think about in terms of scale of, like, who is the largest empire around that time. Um, yeah, because it started with the Caribbean, largely. Yes. Yeah. Um, but regardless, um, they had... Uh, basically, eventually, some people were going cross-planet, and the Locutions who saw that was like, oh... This could be a problem if they don't kind of get a handle on like, oh, hey, let's uh, make sure that they're like doing it correctly, I guess. Those basically Brits trying to colonize other planets. Yeah. So they tried to kind of shepherd in like, hey, this is like you're going across planets now. Uh, let's make sure that countries are, you know, aware that this is happening and like. Let's kind of maybe broker uh, some kind of agreements. Also, around this time, um, another bit of locution lore is the fact that um, in the past, I have it where they had tried they had tried to be a little bit more or they had cases of um, in their history where they were more like warfaring and trying to like seize some uh, like areas because uh, part of their um biology uh the locution species is basically that only like a tenth of them can go outside of the areas that they were kind of originated because if you think about like how we had in uh story how we had like self colonies and all that um locutions basically a lot of them cannot uh go very far from a particular energy source uh so they are kind of protective of those energy sources. Uh, and that's where a lot of those colonies exist uh, is around places where you can find those energy sources. Um, so uh, part of the history that they've had is that they have had a weird history. And part of the reason why they are not exactly trying to take over a lot of things is that for some mysterious reason, whenever uh they would try and do that. The emperor or the kind of leader of whatever uh, colony had tried to uh, overtake other areas uh, just dies of mysterious and horrifying uh, illness that they couldn't figure out what the cause was. Um, that they just like the leaders would just mysteriously die of like they would start having nightmares and basically a lot of people saw that as an omen, which is like, hey, maybe we should try and, you know, maybe this is a sign from whatever. Because, um, you know, being forebears, they had like access to previous like they have connections to something. And they sort of like, oh, maybe this is a sign that maybe we need to, um, you know, be more build less than or rather than destroy. Trying to remember where to go with this. Um, so basically, you die in the dream, you die in real life. Kind of. Uh, at least for that, uh, there are reasons why this existed, but that will be maybe later Ooh, discoveries. Plot. Yeah. Oh, saucy. Uh, and I'm just trying to think from that. Basically, at that point, around when the Locution Empire tried to saw that. There is this, you know, cross plan or interplanetary uh, travel is happening, trying to get everything together and basically introduced uh, several. 
they had uh you know connections in europe uh connections in uh previously established between places like seed bearer uh another thing that happened in the background was the fact that colonization of the americas basically was a massive failure uh by european uh empires uh for example you know um they're uh portugal that mostly tried to go portugal and spain uh trying to take on the latin and south americas failed miserably uh britain's attempt to kind of you know that you know people like christopher columbus that ended terribly so struggle not to say colombo there (laughs) no colombo colombo is doing fantastic actually in the americas also in japan for some reason it's weird yeah Yeah. (laughs) um but yeah so basically to avoid a situation like that uh europe tried to or occasionally i'm trying to try to see hey okay we know the colonization is gonna like if we're not if they're going unchecked we know that colonization is going to try going to happen and um Basically, they tried to broker deals with trying to and one of the biggest deals happened with um, I'm thinking since the 1700, what, probably British Empire. uh, I'm what it was. Holy Roman Empire was it was more is more of what maybe because what Uh, French Revolution was 17 late 1700s. Right. The French Revolution is right after the American Revolution, so that's so, like so, 1780-ish. Let me double check. Yep, 1789, it looks like. So I'm thinking that this probably trying to broker a interplanetary like peace deal might take several decades. Uh, so also to reel it back really quick, out of curiosity, what were the primary forms of interplanetary transportation? Uh, outside of the locutions uh is so basically it's it's teleportation like it's not Hmm. it's not like they have a wooden space i'm saying is it deliberate accidental like what uh i'm saying deliberate okay uh it is basically using maybe reverse engineering some sort of magic to you know do teleportation so like there are also cases of like being spirited away or whatnot possibly but i'm thinking like, I'm sure that probably if I wanted to do stories, I could do stories of people getting spirited away in some ways. Uh, Carvo, you were thinking something? I was like saying, so it's like Stargate in terms of just... Yes. Yeah, you, you have to basically have two points that are quantum in, quote unquote quantum entangled and you go between them like that? Yeah. Um, I, I'm kind of thinking, the way that I'm thinking of it is more, I'm trying to th- I know I've seen it in something, but I'm thinking of like a giant circle with like that basically everything within the circle gets transported uh, kind of in terms of like how mechanically, well, how it would look. It's not like a Stargate where no, actually it's a maybe teleportation it's, circle. Yeah. Actually, I'm thinking maybe a teleportation circle. Yeah. Um, yeah. This was more about like they, they have to be specific points that are too connected. Not necessarily that it's a, literally a Stargate in the that you just walk through e- yes because it's not like oh you can just teleport to anywhere in between the worlds you have to specifically manually make two points that are directly connected to each other like building a bridge 
From what I'm thinking, yes. I made right now in my in my head canon, so to speak, yes, that's how it would work. Um But of after basically a lot of this were like, hey, we're having connections with uh countries that exist in Romulus and Remus trying to connect them to. Um one of the larger kind of deals that came out of this, uh, there is actually a country, there's a country that we haven't really talked about in uh, kind of in story, because it really hasn't needed to come up. Uh, there is, if in kind of, if you kind of think of uh, Remus as kind of a mirror of our world, but not completely, uh, there is what essentially is the equivalent of Europe there, which is the country... The country that I've just referred to as prosperity, because uh, I'm guessing that they, my idea of that is that they just call themselves the kingdom of prosperity because they are essentially the merchant people. I uh, We're going to have to talk about some of those naming choices and what those imply later, but... Uh, they're essentially the... I'm thinking of the more... Uh, they're basically the capitalists, which I have pretty sure I have not tied them into... Uh, I've not, I've tried to avoid, if I remember in my head canon, any sort of J.K. Rowling bullshit. Um, look, that's why you have us here to, like, look, there are a lot of these kind of things that people aren't just aware of that you can accidentally do. So that's why we're here to, like, no, don't do that one. Yeah, I, <laughs> they are, they are currently something that, like, hey, they exist and they are because they are the, you know, essentially build themselves on, you know, capitalism, essentially, that they connect kind of with. At this point, well, it's 1700, so that's not what they'd call it, or it's not, they're probably more of like a... Merchantile empire, because Adam Smith would have probably just released Wealth of Nations by this point. Yeah, they're essentially another... They, they in function, are essentially another European nation. Their their mom their kind of their history is very similar to that, uh, and they connect with your uh, like the British, um, probably also because what well, it's probably the British the French. Um, I mean, everyone made a run for colonies in that in Western Europe at one point. Yeah. So, so I think by 1750, those would be that. Um, so they make a move to like, Hey, um, also due to the way that population spread occurred on Remus, it's not the massive population spread. There happens to be a lot of areas that just, there's nothing like there isn't any, you know, populations there. So there are lots swerves of land that just is not occupied by, um, Oh, that's right, because the Columbian Exchange never really happened to the same extent because it's much harder to travel between two planets than just sail across the ocean. Yeah. So does that mean the, the Irish potato famine never happened then? Um, I don't know. That is, <laughs> that is something <laughs> I would need to look into that I have not. That's fair. Um, so essentially you have some uh, European colonization of essentially they're not they're like hey uh the i should have had my map open um 
you had some of the areas to the north of like oh i i really should have had that document that i had all my let's see do i have it in here where is my thing um uh, do to do, do oh this one actually nope that's a mechanics card um essentially they kind of go into area twin flame region that's where i'm looking for so in let's see in on the planet remus you have places like uh life's canopy which is through the east which is roughly think of like that would be scandinavia that would be maybe like around uh eastern europe around there there where there really isn't any like you might have like an occasional like very small settlement but it's not like it's not like they're going into like a pre they're not trying to take over like say india for example it's not like they're trying to go in trying to colonize another uh like group we have some exceptions um as we'll get into in a little bit. Um, so that essentially happens where that is how there is some European uh, settlement in there. Um, also around this time, the Locutions uh, also have the feel like they had started to have some doubts about whether or not they should be as because they essentially stepped in to prevent uh, a lot of the they stepped in to particularly help the, um, well, essentially North America uh, against the British and the French. Uh, so what would be uh, in this universe known as the Turtle Island, uh, but essentially is a lot of the uh, Native American population or like, you know, tribes that were big there, especially you're dealing with like Iroquois there. They helped uh, them kind of, they got the British and French kind of got repelled um, in terms of, they are a kingdom, uh, prosperity, the, uh, Torbro was asking in text, uh, what the king, uh, government of prosperity, they are a kingdom. They are a kingdom. They are a, a specifically like ruled by a king. Yes. Emperor, At this whatever. point. Okay. I was wondering if there's something like ruled by a king, if they're like a plutocracy or what. They would be a king. Maybe they might've had something similar to like a parliament at this time, but they had a history of kingdom of or of royalty that probably might have been transitioned to a more uh thing about like 1750s era like britain hmm. okay so commentary. Maybe something more akin to like oh yeah i was gonna say like the east india company something like that if yeah we're talking mercantile empire founded on a kingdom yes um and so I'm trying to think because at some point through this, oh, like no, this is around 1750. Go ahead. Nothing. No, go on. So around 1750, if you think about like this probably takes a few years. So like 17th. So you're getting essentially into. um, And I think we'll just cut the chase for the British side of this. Um, Britain kind of instead of like going like eastward, um they went westward uh and essentially did what they tried to do with north america but over to where the you know the continent that uh I'm trying to think did i give a name for the continent or do i just do the sub regions 
America was to the west of the British. Hold on. So, if you think, if you think, it so, would be the greater Eurasian continent. But yes. Yeah. Yeah. So they essentially they went, they went towards, uh, regardless of whether or not I said east or west, they kind of went towards. They went across this, the ocean, which I don't know what that ocean's called, but they went across the ocean, would essentially be the equivalent of Atlantic, um, which the that would take the, them to the Americas, yes. Yeah, they essentially they went to the Americas. Uh, on the east side of the Americas, uh, they are not nearly as populated as they were. At this point, you had some, this is kind of the region that was referred to, or that is usually referred to as Riverheart. Uh, there is a lot of rivers in this area. There are some tribes there, but nothing that they have not, like, there is no major, like, big tribe at this point. There are a lot of, uh... <laughs> uh... Yes, there is an equivalent of Rhode Island. <laughs> I was gonna say, that the state of New England, also Rhode Island is a special case, but yes. Yes, so... There isn't a lot of uh, population at this point, so they're like, okay, let's just kind of make a settlement here. Um, so that is where, you know, that is where New England comes in. Uh, that is, um, I think for the most part, uh, the U.S., the east part of it is essentially probably the, probably the same. Uh, the shape of it's different, um, but essentially I'm imagining all the original 13 colonies are there. Uh, Florida, I don't know the power of Spain at this point. I mean, at this point, they would have been an equal competitor. The British fleet hasn't destroyed them, and they haven't... I'm guessing they still, whatever they were, they... I don't know if they found enough silver to fuck their economy yet. Yeah, that is, that is again, the questions I... That's just an area of my history knowledge that just kind of doesn't exist. Uh, so, I know that there is some... Uh, because I was thinking about in terms of Mexico, uh, Spain definitely like, uh, when they kind of got driven out, uh, missionaries eventually came back to what is Mexico. I mean, it is still Mexico because the people, the Mexico, uh, so if you, the way that I'm thinking of Mexico and Spain is more, it's kind of how modern day Mexico has a lot of more Spanish influence, but like the Nahua still exist but they're just a minority there. I mean, so that's the same thing that happened in real life. Yeah. yeah. So essentially it's that, or Mexico in this universe is essentially that proportion flipped. So it is primarily Nahua and Mexico with a little bit of Spanish influence. Also the whole interbreeding thing that... That is, yes. Entirely. Yeah, that's a... <laughs> that's a bridge cross maybe after we've done about that five is a of these. deep hole to fall down yeah um, we, we we need to get some consultants here yeah so essentially the british empire their thing or their gain from the interplanetary trade i guess from this is they got a colony in riverheart which you know moved forward 30 years uh probably I would say even worse problems of representation. The, the American Revolution happens. They become the like America becomes America. Uh, but the thing with 
the US in this thing is that there is a massive power differential in terms of uh, who already existed because yeah, uh, the at this point, um, the tribes that would make up the Seedbearer Nation that, you know, where Hazeltown is, uh, has essentially, like, they have started to a confederacy at this point. Like, they have started their own kind of, because they had heard stories of, like, the Locutions helped them out because when the initial, their initial war with Britain and France over their colonization of North America, or what we call call North America, um, there was essentially some, uh, they brought some refugees over from North America into the region of Seabear because the Cushions have good, like, good, like, they have good uh, relations with them. So they had already, like, met, but they hadn't, like, done anything at this point. And one of the things was is that uh, another side thing of when, like, the European and prosperity deals happening on the other side, uh, the seed bearer nation and essentially the um, kind of the confederation that, or that was starting to exist within uh, what is now North America kind of connected. And that is one of the first interplanetary like country to country having a straight up alliance. So at this point, they were aware of what could happen with uh the british empire so they kind of were like hey you keep over there and we're not gonna have problems but um you also have france going in and that's where uh canada or what is referred to in this place as nova britannia i think that is i keep on this is the problem where i'm not 100 percent certain with my own lore which is i can't I keep on wanting to call it Nova Britannica, but that's definitely not it. Uh, Nova Britannica, my favorite encyclopedia. Yeah, that's why I keep... <laughs> <laughs> Which is why I keep on getting annoyed that that's what I think, but no, that's it's Nova Britannia. Uh, which at this point, actually, now that I think about it, that would be more Britain also takes care of that. But I imagine there's still some French influence in that. Um, so Britain essentially loses... America, so they lose pretty much their entire colony on Remus. Uh, I would imagine that they would still they would still have India. They would still have a lot of the things that they still normally would colonize. Um, oh man, talking. Oh man, the Opium Wars. Can't wait for that. Oh God. So that's another uh, caveat that I would also say. Anything that happened between, well, actually, I shouldn't say that. I'm gonna redo the. Ignore that because actually that that's not true. Um, trying to think because at that point America's founded. Uh, shenanigans still happen, so you got things like the War of eighteen twelve still still happens uh, between because in the thing is is that ends up a lot less favorable in America's like thing because that was essentially the only war that's happened directly between Seedbearer and the U.S. Um, they were almost <laughs> basically it was a I'm thinking that there was a there's almost a call about it was kind of the same call that happened in the War of 1812 about whether or not uh, essentially the Americas essentially be driven out. Um, but 
basically they were allowed to stay um but basically like hey don't do that again and basically it was like you do not we basically do not mess with us because we could probably destroy you but they just chose not to uh and again war of 1812 is another one that i kind of roughly know some of the it's the problem of knowing some of it but not all of it but i just know that that still happens um other things that happened in regards to the British Empire on Romulus is essentially a lot of the stuff that's happened in our world, like essentially partially into Africa, partially into um, what it would be. Did they? Yeah, because Jamaica, right, was definitely. Yes, they, did, was, they definitely they, had I, presence there. Yes, Jamaica was a British colony, so. Uh, which is another thing that I was thinking about because a major part of because it's like if I have this this kind of forebear thing that's kind of acting as a guardianship of preventing uh, some civilizations from basically allowing them to prosper, that brings up a very large question about uh, what happens to slavery. So essentially at this same time around 1700, they're like, we will help pro broker this thing, but we aren't touching anything. We are essentially going, we will make sure this happens and we're not going to involve ourselves. We are essentially, if we get involved anymore, we're probably, we might have some problems with, you know, this, we were warned not to and like touch too many things. And we feel like we're starting to do that. We're just going to starting in 1700, we're just going to not touch much. Which is why, uh, <laughs> which is why uh, slave trade still happens, unfortunately. Uh, which is how, yeah. Um, Whoops. Whoopsie, uh, whoopsie, made a bit of a fucky wucky. Oh man, there's chattel slavery now. Oh no. We how this is how do we decide? How do we arbitrarily decide what is worth it? intervention and what is it yeah so essentially they go on a major no intervention anymore uh and then uh they do that for, they have that policy for about a uh, hundred years and then around 18 they're like oh we we messed up <laughs> we see whoopsie made a bit of a fucky wucky uh which is around the time they were like oh we might need to like <laughs> I'm debating about whether or not they just straight up did that or they'd had an agreement that was like, hey, uh, you if you run into that, make sure that they're still there, a very naive kind of thing. And then they're like, oh, we'd made a mistake and this happened. Um, which is like, hey, OK, we see that this maybe was a problem because um, other European uh, influence kind of had some problems with, say, places like uh, I would imagine that uh, Life's Canopy, which is another, is basically the, the biggest region to the right of, uh, which is around, if you're kind of thinking of, it's probably lower Southern Europe or lower Eastern Europe, um, places like Greece, um, the Balkans. Uh, maybe even Northern Africa and maybe like Western Asia. Uh, they have some problems with colonization. 
Uh, another one that I actually am thinking of because it's why something or basically Russia also the Russian Empire is also given some land through this. They end up colonial or colonizing what is essentially uh, their version of Africa, uh, the area that is called the Song Plains. That's that that's just what it is. But essentially it is they have managed to colonize Africa or they managed to get Africa. What part of Africa? Like, uh, I really need yeah, to where find. do the French fit in? Yeah, because like, again, Africa is huge and there is so much land there that you can't just colonize uh, Africa. I, I would say the southern part. So essentially South Africa, that's not like or the southern South Africa exists in actual like the Africa that exists in this world, but the kind of landmass that's kind of equivalent to. I really need to get my map up, uh, but I believe it's the south. I believe I have it as a uh, uh, southern part of. Also, I'll post the. There we go. So if you look there, um, kind of that area that looks where it's the now modern United Arabian Social States, that was originally at least partially Russian, probably the southern part of that map. Okay. Um, mm. you, you, you got to. No, no, no. I'm, just, I'm looking at this map again and I hate my brain. That's all I'm going to say. All right. I can spell a penis a mile away. Oh, no. <laughs> just look, it's like the head's detached. God, I was seeing an elephant. Thanks for ruining it. Off, off on the right? Oh, never mind. Oh, I, I, I see it now. <laughs> Regardless. I'm here, I'm here to ruin everything. Regardless, yeah, so that is where uh, Russia had some uh, area there. Um, just trying to think of what else. Um, I lost my train of thought. Um, so any questions that come to mind? Because I think we've kind of established a lot of the stuff that happened in the late 1700s and going into the 1800s. Only with the British. Uh, what... It, what question do you have with the British? Uh, no, no, no. Oh, we've only British. to worry about. Oh, right. So, definitely, I know at some point. Uh, I don't know if it was right immediately. Uh, Japanese Empire eventually also gets into and colonizes the. Like they definitely colonize what is the new? Well, it is the area that is coincidentally called the new. Well, it's not. It wasn't called at this point, but it is what the country is referred to as the New Asayan Islands, which is the islands that are essentially equivalent to Japan. Uh, the land masses are a little bit different, but you essentially have kind of almost going to New Zealand as well as southern, uh, kind of the southern part of the big land mass of Asia. Can't believe the Kiwis are now Japanese. Thanks, Bone. Um... I'm trying to think. Uh, I know that there is some French influence in the heaven, uh, Heaven's Hearth region, uh, French and Italian. Uh, in fact, part of the uh, history that I have for Heaven's Heart is like their major like export is, or it's not their major export, but it is a part of their cultural identity is that they are very much artist. 
and that they are essentially um i have kind of the imagine that they are traveling artists like they try and gather art forms from a, as basically as far as they can travel and they were introduced to french and italian like renaissance art during uh at some point in their history probably i don't know if it's pre like 1700s where they initially had because they also are a country the what was the kind of heaven heaven's heart like the major at, at some point it was like a major I'm trying to think of what the word is but essentially a country that was a society that was more unified and that they were so taken with french and italian and uh art okay. in spanish art of that point where the point where they don't have as much of a connection to names as other societies. So they started just taking on French and Italian names as oh, well, no. uh, which <laughs> coincidentally totally is not me bullshitting. Why uh, the two people characters that I have that come from that region have French and Italian names. Not at all. Um, My favorite character from heaven's heart, Mario, Mario. Yes. <laughs> uh, but they, never like established a firm colony like they might have had one at some point but eventually either died out or just got driven away ah so they colonized them culturally yes what are their uh, feelings on pizza it, I, I like pizza <laughs> um so that's there and i'm sure that there's other colonization that i haven't gotten to in my brain yet so i'm sure that happened but i think we should probably move on a little bit uh time wise uh 1800s uh you know that is when uh locutions like oh shit we need to do something uh so they form a uh start to form a society that is known as lokia uh, which i think it was like it was like locution intelligence agency essentially like a very early form of i guess you could call it their equivalent of the cia Ah, I see. So they're going to start regime change wars, and oops, oh no, they run into the same thing that always happens when you try to do a regime change. Oh no, the people we've given the guns to have... So, their thing isn't more focused on uh, regime change, they just have people they don't like. Uh, so, oh, it's even worse then! So they're like, hey... It's and it's more people they don't like is that uh, the people who are really into the colonization thing, they really don't like. Uh, for example, uh, they start to cut. What was that? So that's basically the CIA. Yeah. Except uh, instead of trying to help out uh, our colonialization efforts, they try and destroy colonization efforts. Um, you can't have it. No one can. Pretty much. Yeah, that's, um, that's, very, that's a very American sentimentality. I, I can get behind that. Uh, so basically, a lot of their original targets were, say, uh, slave trades. Like they would just straight up uh, go and burn down slave trades and like we hunt them. You can't have slaves. You fucking can't. Well, they never like slavery was part never part of their thing. They were like, oh shit, we caused an entire race to essentially well not even well race to essentially be enslaved uh let's try and destroy the slave trade as much as we can 
Okay, I'm sorry. Who is this that we're talking about again? The Locutions. Oh, the Locutions. Yeah, yeah, no, no, that's great. It's, ah, uh, yes, yeah, Scorched Earth because their plans didn't work. Yes. <laughs> uh, so they start doing that. They start getting, they don't involve direct action. They're more like, hey, we're just going to do this. And we have such a technological advantage that we could probably get away with it. Um, ah, good. Yes, these are clearly the good guys. Even if they're even if they're doing the right thing. Oh my God, this is. These are the hey. These are essentially the. Uh, it is the equivalent of the the plot in the cartoon of the kid who finds the superhero's toys and just tries to become a vigilante and it fails miserably. That is essentially the locution way. I say, when was this? Uh, this is around the 18. This is the 1800s. OK, OK. I was just waiting for like a clearer time because, yeah, once again. <clears throat> uh, the Civil War was mid. Yes. yes. So they had some involvement in the like they did not directly help the Civil War. But the thing is, is that American expansion kind of went uh, if you look at the map, it so instead of essentially going directly west into like areas like Ohio, um, oh, they chose the Long Korea yeah. method. Yeah, they kind of did the Long Korea. So you have going west out of essentially Georgia over into Texas by around 1850. Uh, they would probably go all the way to Texas, and essentially at this point, when seed bearers saw. Through- uh, like Arizona, New Mexico, up yep. California. So, because the thing that was happening is that Seed Bear, no, the Seed Bear region, like they are very much a hey, we're going to sit here and we're going to build up the area around us and we're not going to try and expand. We're just going to try and take the area. And the area that they were in was pretty much Ohio, uh, Wisconsin, Illinois. The Midwest. It's, it's basically Midwest. the Midwest. They see that America's expanding and they're like, oh, we know that they're going to try and go and do like a loop around us. So we're going to go west to basically take their like we're going to go and take see take essentially, hey, we have guardianship over this area. So you don't take this land because we know what you're trying to do and we don't want you to do that. So they have a uh, essentially a uh, ex- like a through treaties of the tribes that are kind of in their area and kind of getting them more into the count, like into, cause they're the, the council of Seabearer nations is essentially the country's name because they are a council of a bunch of different tribes. So they try and get people to join the council and kind of like, okay, we're going to protect you. So they are kind of having a race that way. So they can only expand across that Southern part, uh, which when the Civil War starts to happen, uh, that produces an interesting little uh, like they don't. The South does not have nearly as much area. Uh, so they were much weaker than they already were. Um, and when they when the Lacutian Empire saw that this was happening, like, oh, hey, you don't have half your military support. And also the seed bear. Re- so essentially, that is the only time that seed bear had allied with the U.S. is to essentially take on the South. And while that w- that's happening, uh, the Lacutian Empire is like, hey, I see these plantations. I'm going to firebomb them and essentially uh, do an occasional murder. 
So they were kind of them down is largely what happened during the Civil War anyway. It is. But also uh, with a lot more, a lot more of them got just straight up destroyed, Uh, which is why the Civil War in this universe took six months. Mm, I mean, once again, the whole reason the Civil War happened anyway is because the South's economy was on the decline, and also they, the North was not respecting uh, their request to send escaped slaves back, specifically. I mean, okay, you're, you're making that sound much more... <laughs> no, it, the, the South was... It, even the... Request, quote-unquote. Lincoln was never even going to do anything about this no. until they forced the issue because they got whiny like they have been, like the South has always been. No, yeah, because their economy was on the decline, they were suffering for it, and also, once again, the North was not... They basically got really angry that the North wasn't sending their escaped slaves back. Yeah, yeah. and then I'm guessing since the British didn't ever actually help the, the South in this case because it's like... They didn't see the point because there was they, no way to undercut. There was not enough like of a thread there for them to uh, try and undercut, right? Yeah, and also that would be a huge logistical nightmare to try and help cross planets because it's like they don't have that good of a relationship, and also uh, seed bearers certainly wasn't going to like they because they're even closer. Like if you think about Ohio and all that, uh, they're. They're not only not re- sending their requests, they are, like, straight up helping uh, with the anti-slavery, like, or, like, abolitionists yeah. are, like... Because essentially the North was booming economically, but the South was on the decline because plantations were enough to keep up their flagging economy, which was basically a bubble. Yep. So, Civil War turned out massively, like, it was just, like, oh, the South just basically got stomped. Yeah, also without the like the per- Louisiana Purchase and all that, they had less land farther down south too, so that probably didn't help either. Uh, so they managed to get Louis. So they have Louisiana, Alabama. No, the Louisiana Purchase was fucking huge. <laughs> yeah, right. Well, they they got essentially the land that is of the Louis. Uh, I can't remember, hold on. I no, they didn't. I, no, they didn't. I did look. No, they fucking <laughs> did. Okay. Okay, they have part of the land. Yeah. That was no the Louisiana per- Louisiana Purchase. Oh shit! No, they definitely don't. Deal. Yeah. yeah. Okay. That's okay. I was okay. So they have they would have maybe Arkansas, Louisiana, Oklahoma. Uh, they would have Oklahoma, but basically anything north of Arkansas is seed bear region. So Missouri, Kansas, Colorado, anything to the north of that is yeah. seed bear land. So they got part of it. Um, my point is they they basically were turbo fucked in this setting yeah it wasn't gonna end well for them even without the locutions yep uh cause Seabear also would definitely have uh, helped out with some torching yeah oh oh these slavers wanna try try and make a run for it ah we have a Casas Belli let's go I mean, I'd assume also that Sea Bear region would have been a large part of the, uh, the Underground Railroad. Yes. yes. Uh, which is part of the reason why there is a, uh, there is a, um, there is a large African inf- or like part of or population in the Sea Bear. Like, if that was one of the reasons why, um, like, 
I imagine that that is a yeah, especially yeah, if they didn't fucking essentially torch down any sort of well-off black city like the north did yeah uh that was a fun thing that also happened yeah uh just trying to think um let me uh let me uh let me check some real quick yeah it's fine okay because i'm just trying to think um i think maybe just have a brief discussion because i think um might be a little bit more because uh, I don't think we have enough time to discuss uh, some of this. So I think we might just do another part two of this. Yeah, um, I mean, that's fine. There's always room for more. And basically all we really discussed was the state of the North America. Yeah. Equivalent. Uh, so basically after that, America kind of goes as far uh, as. Um, basically, I'm thinking at this point or basically uh, the U.S. kind of goes and from that point goes and takes California, probably Arizona, uh, or not Arizona, Nevada, Arizona, New Mexico, kind of. So the U S is kind of shaped like a really messed up J. Uh, and I was originally thinking about whether or not they would have Washington, essentially the land that's equivalent to Washington and Oregon, uh, I keep on flip-flopping in my head whether or not that should be seed bearer or that should be U.S. territory. Um, but there's that. Uh, any thoughts on in your... Basically, any thoughts at this point that you want to... Maybe we can quick elaborate on? Not the moment, because I don't feel like getting into the nitty-gritty of my state and how it relates to the states around it. I could, I could think of... Well, I will say that New England kind of... A lot of that probably matches uh, what just... Rhode Island is a special case. Like, I might have to look into like, that, but... Well, we're going to probably do more of these, if that's just what yeah. this, yes. the answer is. I'm just is. saying, if, if you want to learn more about that, just look into the history of Roger Williams more than anything. Yeah. Uh, Canada, essentially... Canada. That Canada kind of ha happens the same way that it did here. Uh, probably more of a British influence and a French influence, although I imagine there exists... I feel I feel bad about just removing that because, you know, I feel really weird about representation sometimes, but also no. but also also when it comes to uh, some representation. Look, this is why we have this is one of those things we're going to table this and talk to consultants because. Yeah. Got to workshop this one a little bit. Yeah. I'm trying to think other 1800 stuff that I can mention real quick. Um, other regions, just like uh, you. Let's see, what did I have notes for 1800s? Um, we mentioned Civil War. German state will take uh, basically. That's gonna um, be a big one. That's, yeah, that's gonna be. We'll table that. Tokugawa shogunate ending uh, is another. Although that one. Is another bag of worms, but that one, the I mean, nitty gritty is. You want to talk a real big bag of worms? Let's talk about the Opium Wars. Yep. Opium Wars is uh, probably going also a little bit into the 1900s with uh, and fall uh, the Qin Dynasty. Uh, yeah, Warlord. Good. The Opium Wars was specifically the the mid 1800s. Yep. Oh yeah, that's that's right. Um. 
But then also that influence helps the fall of the Qing Dynasty or the area. And the fun thing I get to think about about what happens uh, with the split between uh, the Kuomintang or the what is it, KMT versus uh, the Chinese Communist Party about how that went. Because spoilers, there's some slight changes on who lives in uh, that because a oh, certain yeah. let's let's talk about the century of humiliation as a whole. This is yeah, let's go. Uh, humiliation. Because a certain writer of a red book doesn't live in this this universe. Boy, howdy. The century of humiliation, opium wars included, is... Oh, that's a fun one. Um, yep. Uh, other things to discuss in 1900s is, uh, you know, the whole spread of the Russian Revolution and how that spreads into um, both how that affects Romulus and Remus. Uh, because uh, there are two Russian states, quote unquote, in this point, uh, in how the interplanetary split happens about who, what were the more uh, prevalent doctrines between those two. Uh, and those were some other fun notes. So I think maybe we'll pick one of those and focus on that maybe at some point in the future. I do feel like maybe they'll be sooner rather than later, but I think this first little bit will help with uh, me thinking about how I want to do these format-wise. But I think these uh, this worked pretty good for a first test run. Pretty so, well, thank you. Pretty, yes. Uh, yeah. So anyway, uh, that I think is going to do it for this episode. So, um, uh, thanks, thanks for listening. <laughs> Bye. Thank you for listening to Hazeltown Story. If you'd like to get updates on this show and many other shows hosted by me, Lola Puzzlo, you can follow at Hazeltown Story on Twitter. And if you would like to get to know me more from a personal standpoint, you can follow my personal Twitter at Lola Puzzlo. If you would like to watch this be recorded live, you can go to twitch.tv slash Follow the channel for notifications of when this show, as well as other shows like Retrorank Rhapsody, are being recorded. If you would like to add this podcast to your podcatcher of choice, you can search for WLDP Hazeltown Radio and find us on most major podcatching search engines. Or you can manually add rss.hazeltown.life to your podcatcher. Thank you for listening, and I hope you come around for the next episode.